we're back with Walk Me Through This with Pastor His Holiness Don Meeks. <laughs> yes, my child. <laughs> we were talking before, um, you know, we've been talking this whole series about, um, you know, the thing is not the thing mm-hmm. and the framework of how to find God, you know, in mm-hmm. our life and how, how we can walk through this thing called life. And so we were talking about that blessedness and the brokenness. And I wanted to hear your thoughts, Don, on what about when the stuff hits the fan mm-hmm. and life mm-hmm. is really rough? Because is it Paul where it's uh, consider it all joy? Mm-hmm. Uh, James would James. say that, but Paul oh. has his version of that. Yeah, he, see, he does have his own version of yeah. that. Um, yeah. But consider it all joy. And that sounds, mm-hmm. once again, great when you're doing a nice Bible study and mm-hmm. life is good. But then the bad comes. But at the same time, and I know you and I have had conversations offline about this, which is why I want to bring it onto the airwaves, Mm -hmm. that, you know, the sanctification comes through the really hard stuff. Correct. And, you know, I've I've been said, you know, Jeremy and I in 2020 have said, thank you for the opportunity. Hmm. That's our new catchphrase, the good, the bad, the ugly, because it all presents an opportunity. Yeah. And um, a a thing I saw about healing is that healing never looks like the way we think healing will look. Correct. Because healing sounds like calm and prayer and meditation. Yeah. And just this peaceful. And jello and sleeping yeah, just, late. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> right. or, or, Go to sleep. We're going to operate yeah. on you. When yeah. you wake up, you'll be It'll better. It'll all be better. Be better. Yeah. And then John Harrison has to deal with the <laughs> bloody yeah. mess inside there. But it's but or even just with prayer, you know, you you have these visions of like that healing comes through just surrendering to God and just, yeah. I mean, it is, but meaning like, oh God, just I, I, sur- I take it where no, a lot of it's blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. you know, it's a lot yeah. of pain, but that is the healing, and so we're all in those different boats, as we said in the beginning, you know, it's like the same storm, not just right now with COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're same life, same human Correct. condition. Correct. We all come from that Genesis one, two, three, so. But the stuff looks different. But once we peel back those layers, it still comes down to, as you said earlier, disappointment. Yeah. And all those human emotions. But yeah. that can also be a gift. And that's the hard thing. When you're in it, you really don't want to hear, oh, this. thank you for the opportunity. Well, and this but, is why we need spiritual advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're, of course, we share the Christian faith. And so we're a little biased in that direction, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and so – I, I say this not uh, to the exclusion of the therapeutic community, um, but uh, clinical therapists, clinical counselors, as part of their professional commitment, often they are required to keep personal faith, mm-hmm. you know, maybe out of the conversation. Now, you know, folks can advertise as a Christian counselor and they will make that known and whatever their practice is. But, but there are professional standards, standards yeah. that, that would prevent certain uh, uh, therapists from uh, entering into a theologically based conversation. And I'll add, you, there's, you have doctors. You don't go to one doctor. You have multiple doctors. Multiple doctors. Why, like you're on my it's team. A healing team, baby. Yes. It's always a healing team. It's um, a quote by this woman. It's prayer. Prayer is a weapon. Therapy is a strategy. Hmm. So I like that. So just with when we're all dealing our stuff, I like. The and so, whole. so the value of being in spiritual in conversation with a spiritual mm-hmm. advisor, uh, a pastor in this case, you know, our our conversation. You have chosen to come to me as a pastor, and so I, I almost always say, and I'm sure I did somewhere at the mm-hmm. beginning of our 
long conversation years ago. Hey, I'm not a therapist. I'm not, mm-hmm. but but I'm a pastor, and I commit to pray for you, and I commit to uh, listening to you and helping to introduce God, Christ, mm-hmm. truth into the into the mix. So, yeah. that being said, one of the ways I can help to frame things. So. You, Embracing the bad, okay? So the blessedness, you know, how about, how do we embrace the brokenness? So part of the framing then is to, so in Genesis 4, we start to learn about life east of Eden. So Mm -hmm. east of Eden is another framework. So Adam and Eve were escorted out of the garden, okay? Mm -hmm. Whether one believes that literally or figuratively, the, the image and understanding clearly is no longer in the presence of God, the sin and the, the 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 impact of that trying to take unto themselves what belonged to God alone that's that's for another conversation the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and what that represents yeah. so let's write that down as a as a future conversation but they're out of the garden and and it says and they dwelt east of eden so east of eden come becomes kind of a figure of speech i know there's a james dean movie <laughs> and a john steinbeck novel um but um it's this understanding of we live outside the presence of God. So now, east of Eden, thorns, mm-hmm. thistles. So that's the curse upon Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, pain and childbearing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, your, your desire will be for your husband, but he will rule over you. So if you read the the, the curse uh, that, that comes. So men struggle at work. Um, women struggle at work also. I don't want to speak in generalities, but say, generally like, speaking, whoa. generally speaking, men are finding their identity through work. Mm-hmm. Women are finding identity in relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, and so this is part of the curse. So what we fail to understand, this is my pastoral opinion here. What I believe we fail to understand is the value of the thorns and thistles. The value of the pain in childbearing and the relational struggles, the value of, shall I say, the pandemic. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so in a fallen world, east of Eden, storms come literally and then figuratively, Mm -hmm. right? The, so we're all in the same storm, different boats. It's not if it's when. That's right. It's not if it's when. Mm -hmm. And so the, the way I said this recently, we want out of the situation, okay? So we, we cry out to God. We want out of the situation. Yes. God wants us out of the bushes. Yes. And so God uses the storms, or uh, the storms are to be reminders. Hey, guys, something's wrong. And it's every storm that we encounter, physically, relationally, financially, mm-hmm. pandemically, yeah. is to be a reminder of something that happened in the story, and I don't mean just the written story, mm-hmm. the human story. I really do believe there was a Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. and I believe that choices were made with dire and tragic consequences. And God loved us so much that he gave thorns and thistles and mm-hmm. sweat of the brow, and that he gave us pain and childbearing and relational struggles in our spouse, with, our, with our spouses. Mm-hmm. So that Now, w- the problem is we typically get just caught there. Mm-hmm. Work is such a pain in the, you know, mm-hmm. I can't believe my husband. I can't believe my wife. I can't believe my kid. We just focus on the, mm-hmm. the, the presenting struggle, the right? Thing. The thing. Okay. So we focus on the thing. Mm-hmm. God gives us the thing mm-hmm. so that we'll remember the rest of the story. Hey, remember mm-hmm. 
you're outside the garden. And we get so stuck on that thing and we don't want to bring the book. You know, we don't want to leave the bush because, oh, you can't know my thing. If you know my thing, then it, you won't love it, me. Then well, I won't be accepted. It'll be too painful to be exposed. So so, so Adam and Eve were, were naked and without shame initially. And then they yeah. were they they realized they were naked. That is, we're vulnerable. I'm exposed. And so we hide in the bushes or we sew fig leaves together. We develop all kinds of strategies to cover up our nakedness. So we, you know, become the class clown, you know, to tell the story, to hide, mm-hmm. you know, the reality. Or we, we find little ways of deception, you know, mm-hmm. tell half-truths. And so the embracing the bad is part of what I think a spiritual advisor can do and what I try to do is to – Frame it spiritually, frame it theologically. Not that, okay, you're in this thing because you did a bad thing now. Mm. Sometimes that's the case, but but rarely is that the case. But the bad thing that's being experienced, this pain, this trauma, this this the, mm-hmm. the, the, the storm. Remember, we're all pain, we're all trauma, we're all storms find their their origin. It's in sin. Mm. So that the thing becomes an opportunity to the biblical word is repent. Mm-hmm. And repent gets a bad rap, okay? Mm-hmm. That, that's a, it's, it's a concept. In fact, that's going to be this Sunday's sermon, okay? So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Granite, you're going to get to hear <laughs> about this. Or it may already have aired, you know, so go back. That's right, depending on, depending on when yeah. it is. That's right. That, thank you. Depending on the, the, the timing of all this. And so repentance is simply the process by which we go, oh, Hey, I need to think this one through because repent really is it's a cognitive concept. Mm-hmm. Pensar would be to, to think. So to repent is to rethink. So uh, the image would be driving down the road, uh, dashboard light comes on in your car. Couple choices. I can take a little piece of tape and put it over the dashboard light and keep driving down the road. Or I can say, hmm, I better check under the engine, you know, go get it looked at. We thought our car was operating well. Mm -hmm. It was functioning until the light came on, which indicates to us. Or you wake up and all of a sudden your eyes are swollen and you got a rash and you've got, you know, little wheezy Mm -hmm. breath and you go, oh, you must you're having an allergic reaction. Gee, what did I eat last night or what, you know? So I thought I was healthy, but now these symptoms are telling me there must be something going on. So the rash is a symptom. The dashboard light is but a symptom of something else. Mm -hmm. The storms, Mm -hmm. the pain, the thistles are symptoms that God has baked into this world Mm -hmm. to remind us, oh, hey, Things are kind of messed up in this world. So we, we dupe ourselves. And I think mm-hmm. the American experience allows for this mm-hmm. more commonly than perhaps other parts of the world mm-hmm. because we can, we can insulate ourselves from much of our pain. If yeah. you have a measure of financial security, your home, you know, you yeah. can mostly insure yourself yeah. from a, a lot of tough stuff. Yeah. And then something happens mm-hmm. and we're like, we're unprepared and, and we're surprised that a bad thing has happened. Mm-hmm. How dare it. And that tells us we've forgotten the story. So repentance mm-hmm. is the process of rethinking my life, rethinking my life in relationship to not only my story, but the big story of God. Mm-hmm. 
I thought my car was working. Oops, I guess it's not. I better pay some attention to it. I thought I was healthy, and now I've got this allergic reaction. Uh, I guess I better pay attention to it. So a, a, a storm happens. A thing happens. The thing is not the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, this thing is happening. So biblical repentance, we go, I thought things were humming along in my relationship with my spouse, my parents, mm-hmm. my child, you know, my work, my life. But I guess I better pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. And so repentance, I've got a f- kind of a fourfold. It's re- repentance to rethink and then regret. So where did I think something or do something or say something that probably contributed to that? That's hard work to do because mm-hmm. that's emotional. But we're doing it with the lab coat on, right? Mm-hmm. So rethink, regret, renounce. Hey, I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I ate the shellfish and I shouldn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, some of us can't eat the red meat, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm not going to eat the red meat, okay? So I renounce. I stop doing the thing that I now realize I did, and then I return. Mm-hmm. I return to God. So repentance is a is a really robust process, but it's triggered by the bad. So embracing the bad mm-hmm. is really saying, oh, count it all joy when you encounter trials of many mm-hmm. kinds because the trials develop your character. Mm-hmm. And so it's this process, but... Most of us don't want the character. So we want, we don't, we want oh. out of the thing. Mm-hmm. God wants us out of the bushes. And I, mm-hmm. and that's the metaphor for, he wants us out of the shadows, walk into the light. It is all light in Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. just come into the light. So that process, I mean, you and I have done that, whether I've ever said it exactly those words, that's been the, you know, the, yeah. the, the kind of the pastoral strategy or approach. Well, it's funny because it's like, you know, you know, we kind of sat down with almost not knowing what the intentions were, was because like we said, we, we know we're going to, you know, we just, how do we walk through this? And if other people can benefit from it, great. Yep. And um, when you were talking, I thought, you know, emotions, you said earlier that emotions can, you know, lead us astray. But emotions are also really helpful because they yeah. indicate where we're at because, you know, one thing I've discovered because you allow, you know, I, I don't feel judgment and I can curse. I joke that the amount of certain curse words I use indicates where I'm at emotionally <laughs> on a topic. Oh, it's a seven today. It's, a, oh, it's like a 27. Um, so, so, but I bring that up, though, for a couple reasons, though, not just so everyone knows my, my, my ticks. But um, more importantly, when you were going through the breakdown of repentance, the tricky thing is when you're unpacking some really tough stuff, especially some deep-seated stuff, you know, this is where having someone, and this isn't a plug for you or for, you know, another counselor, therapist, something, but because our heads can be such a dangerous place to be alone yeah. and that sometimes people question, you know, what could I have done, but they end up taking on other people's stuff. Correct. And that's why I'm just once again so big on like, go talk to Don, people. Yeah. Go yeah. talk to Don because yeah. you need you do need to look at yourself. You do need to take the plank out of your own eye. But because, as you have said, we are all broken. Correct. So the people you are dealing with, you know, in your stuff are broken too. Correct. And I feel like you need that safe person and why walking through it. So I kind of wanted to just – you know, say this and then let you, you know, chime in too, that like the emotions are okay because Mm -hmm. it's the process and it shows, hey, I'm really upset about this, 
obviously there's some, I need to lean into this more, yeah. you know, because and, I, but that's the gift of God. So the gift yes. of our emotional makeup is yes. such that not only to experience the joy, uh, you know, all the yes. blessed emotions, but the broken emotions are like, ooh. Yeah. That's the dashboard light. That's yep. the rash that's the, that tells me. Yep. That's the thing that tells me, oh, there's something I need to pay attention to. And then we go and get in conversation with folks on our healing team to help us. And so, but, you know, uh, uh, you go to the doctor and the healing begins with a little, mm-hmm. well, little La La Land juice that they send you. Mm-hmm. And then the cut. Yep. Oh, that know? cut. But it's worth it. But it, it is, is worth it. So worth it. Um so, yeah, I appreciate that. And and the other thing, too, is just to reiterate, you can embrace the bad and find the blessedness within it, mm-hmm. but you don't have to enjoy it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes a triggering word for people is, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm. And what I like, you know, is for me is um, God uses all for good. Like yes. that for me yep. is much better Amen. because – you know, he didn't want us to fall, you know, like he wanted us to live in the garden, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't, Correct. that's just my own little, if I'm talking to a friend, that's kind of my own thing. Um, so let's wrap up this. Okay. We're going to come back and we're going to do the now what? Because you've you've helped us reframe it. You've helped mm-hmm. us get the scales off. Mm-hmm. You've helped us kind of look internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to uh, wrap it up with, well, now what, Don? Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Don. Thank you so much. Okay. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.